Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. the Eat My Catfish Studios, it's time for Arkansas's number one caller-driven sports show. It's Drive Time Time Sports Sports on the Buzz Radio Network with your hosts, Randy Rainwater and Rick Schaefer. Lock it in and get ready to dial us up. Drive Time Sports is on the air. And welcome to Drive Time Sports on a Monday. We hope you're having a fabulous Monday. Randy Rainwater's having a fabulous Monday away from the uh, studio today. So Ray Tucker, oh, I got to play. We got to pay your, play your intro, don't we, Ray? Yeah, and I'm. Okay, Ray's going to play it in a second. Ray Tucker, I'm Rick Schaefer. Randy Rainwater's out today, but we're going to talk about Razorback football, basketball, anything else you want to. You got a chat, Ray? Ray? No, I don't have a chat. <laughs> okay, well, you all just stop talking as soon as I hear it. How's that? Randy's out today. Randy got to go to the second game of the World Series Saturday. It was on his bucket list to go to a World Series game. I guess he's not holding out hope that the Yankees will be in one soon. The last time they were there was 2009, but that's okay. Hey, the Orioles, the last time they were there was 1983, so I don't know if I'm holding out much hope either. But, hey, you got a chance to go. You saw the Diamondbacks win that game 9-1, to a well-played game. Uh, up until about, what, the sixth or seventh inning, and then the Diamondbacks just exploded with more runs and won the game at Arlington. Game three is tonight at uh, in Phoenix. The Diamondbacks, the host team, against the uh, Rangers. Game three. Ray Tucker on Drive Time Sports is brought to you by Guatney Buick GMC. Oh, you told me I, to cut you off. What, no, no, no. I told you I'd stop talking as soon as you played that. That's okay. Welcome to the show. Did you have a pleasant off weekend with uh, no Razorback game? You know, I, I did. And, of course, my, one of my favorite things to do is sit home and channel surf and watch as much college football as I can. Yeah. Uh, I <clears throat> had a friend who was at a restaurant slash bar that uh, wanted me to come over and watch some football and uh, watch the hog basketball game. And they had it on a big screen. Ah. And Lord knows, I know people are hungry for for Razorback win of some kind. Yeah. Uh, although the volleyball team, the soccer team, playing great, but you would have thought Arkansas had just won the Final Four. I've never seen the place just went crazy. And you know, they, they it, cheered it's like really that through the whole game. I, I meant to text Chuck, and I didn't after the game about. <laughs> How is the rest of the season anticlimactic after this? <laughs> because you, you think about it, it was it was an amazing game. Um, Arkansas beat Purdue eighty-one to seventy-seven. Just an amazing game, an exhibition game. But it was uh, to Purdue's ranked number three in the country. Arkansas's what fourteenth? Mm-hmm. But it was like the atmosphere. And I've talked to several who were there. Said it was like an NCAA tournament game. Uh, just absolutely amazing. To see that game and to see how well Arkansas played, um, Mark hits a three with, what, 22 seconds to go. Purdue didn't even get a shot after that. Instead, uh, Arkansas got a steal, didn't get a bucket there, but they, they won the game in overtime. Absolutely amazing. Crowd, they sold all 19,000 tickets. Uh, there was a crowd of close to 16,000, I think, actually in the building. That's what uh, Chuck and Matt were estimating. And so just absolutely Amazing, and and you do have to say, and we got callers, and we'll take those here in a second. But you do have to say, wow, where where do you go from here? An exhibition game like that. Now, remember though, Arkansas got creamed by Texas last year in an exhibition game and still made the Sweet Sixteen. So, don't read too much into it. But what an what an amazing exhibition that was. You know, the amazing thing to me was Purdue had four, I think, four starters back. Five, great all best. five of oh, them. Five, okay, all well, five. I, I don't know if they all played, but yeah, yeah. they're all back. And Arkansas has this this melting pot of guys yeah. that they brought in from the portal, and yeah. hey, they played great together. To have them ready that soon. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, we've got callers this soon, and we hope we'll have you the entire show. Uh, call us with anything you want. We is Tyler Wilson there in the studio with us? He's not here yet. Okay, but he's coming. Yeah, uh, I'm. I'm. I was told that. 
Okay, well, Tyler Wilson's on his way. Ray and I are here, and here is Shane in Benton. Hi, Shane, you're on the air. Yeah, good and good. I tell you what, uh, I know it didn't count, but it sure did feel like it was a like a March game, buddy. It was yes. awesome. I'm yeah, so proud, so proud of the team. Uh, is uh, Trevon Brazil is, is he hurt again? Because at the end of the game, it looked like he might got shaken up. Well, I hope not. Hopefully just shaken up because uh, he played superbly. Hit a couple of, okay, that's all he wanted to know. Hit a couple of back-to-back threes uh, in that game and uh, made a couple free throws at a, at a timely spot. So, yeah, yeah, he played very, very well. So let's hope there wasn't anything to him being shaken up at the end of the game because, gosh, it just shows you, of course, had he not been hurt last year, he wouldn't be here this year. Uh, because he's, you know, he'd be in the NBA. In fact, Arkansas had, what, three first-round draft picks? They'd have had four because he is that good. So instead, he's back this year, and my gosh, look at how good he is. Really, really good. Okay, let's go to Tim. He wants to talk about Razorback basketball as well. Hi, Tim. Uh, How are you today? Great. How about you? I'm great, great. Hey, my only comment was I really think the – the way the fans really bought in early in the game and the way they reacted, I, I, I think it's just an indication of how willing the people in this state are to get behind a winning program. That's not <laughs> yes. a great football program, yeah. but, you know, it would have been a great place to have some recruits. Uh, imagine those guys that were their first game first full game. I, I, I imagine they were pretty impressed see what kind of uh, fan support that Arkansas yeah. is actually capable of giving a team. And it's, I'll hang up and listen. That's all I have to say. Okay. Thanks for calling, Tim. It's interesting, Ray, that um, Purdue's coach said, gosh, this was like a big-time Big Ten atmosphere. On the one hand, you could say, hmm, uh, was that a compliment? Because Arkansas has a big-time atmosphere. You'd have to say yes, because Probably there are more big-time atmospheres in the Big Ten in basketball than there are in the SEC. And there are several in the SEC, and every SEC road game is tough to win. But that was really a high compliment that he paid Arkansas's crowd, particularly for an exhibition. And later that night, I was uh, on Twitter. It's X now, but we call it Twitter still. And Purdue Basketball posted, from their program, posted, Thank you, Arkansas, for allowing us to play in a game with that kind of an atmosphere in the preseason. They thanked Arkansas for being able to play in that game. Pretty classy, I think. Okay, let's go to J.K. in Fairfield Bay. How are you today? Hey, Rick. Yeah. Good afternoon. Can you hear me? Yes, sir. You go right ahead. All right. I've had a question for a long time. I was in many states and I had to pay taxes when I worked there in every state. I, I was always wondering these baseball players that get all this yes. money yes. when they go to a state yep. in a series do they have to play, uh, pay ser- uh, taxes in every state? And I'll yes. hang up and listen. Thank you, Rick. Okay, J.K., thanks for calling. Okay, that'll be a great question. We're going to talk to Chris Turnage about that. I'll put that on for Thursday, but the answer is yes. So, for instance, the um, Texas Rangers are in Arizona for three days. They might, I guess when you count travel, maybe four full days. Whatever their wages are for the three games they play, they have to pay state income tax in Arizona. Now, Arizona may be a no-tax state. I'm not sure. The re- Texas is a no-state in- no income tax um, Correct. state. Correct. So... When teams go into Texas, whether it's Houston or Arlington, they don't pay state income tax. But the same thing in Florida. But if you go into a state that does have state income tax, uh, then yes, the players pay. Now, obviously, they're paying federal income tax for their 365 days. But yes, they do have to pay taxes. In the NBA, they do it. In the NFL, they do it. And so, you know, those are kind of some of the things that those of us who are just regular folks never think of, and you think, golly, they make millions of dollars, and I'm doubting that three days in Phoenix is going to cost them an enormous amount, but yes, it'll cost them a little bit. Mm-hmm. And they must have a way, Ray, of figuring it out where 
That means they're away from home. Do they have to pay state income tax for the game days they're gone? I don't know that one. I don't. <laughs> so let's let's say you're you're a Texas Ranger and you're living in Dallas and you don't pay any state income tax. But 81 games a year, you're on the road. And so if you go to a state that does charge state income tax, do you have to pay it for those days for Texas? Well, you don't for Texas, obviously. But let's say you go to, you live in one and you go to one. I don't know the answer to that. All right, we got Patrick on that. Patrick, you work for the yep. IRS by chance? <laughs> yes, I'm, yes, I'm on the air. Yep, you're on, Patrick. Go, ahead. go right ahead. Hey, Rick. Um, thanks for taking my call. Um, I have um I have two um, I have two questions for you. Maybe you can um maybe you can get the answer for both of them here. Okay. Uh, okay. Um number one, um I don't know if you watched the Steelers and Jaguars yesterday. No, um, but the Jaguars are hot, aren't they? Yeah, they were red hot. Room, and uh um, what's the um, what's your intake on the Arkansas and Florida game Saturday? I know you're going to be up there and watching the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's your comment on that? And also, um, any chance that Joseph Pinion can make a big impact when he pl- plays against Alcorn State? Let me hear the comment on that, and you guys have a blessed day. All right, Patrick. Thanks for calling. Okay, so first of all, <clears throat> you need to know that Joseph Pinion is going to be on Drive Time Sports once a week starting next week. So he is our uh, NIL player that's going to be on Drive Time Sports, and so we look forward to visiting with him starting, I think it's next Tuesday. And uh, starting next Wednesday, Nolan Richardson will be on, on with us, or excuse me, next Thursday. He'll be on with us every Thursday night, and Pinion is every Tuesday night throughout the basketball season, so that'll be fun. And yes, I do think he'll have an impact, not just in the first game, but all season because of his shooting ability, although they do have more shooters on the basketball team now. That's nice. Arkansas, Florida. How do we know? (laughs) How do we even know? So this week, and Trey Biddy will be on with us at 5.05, and those those who listen regularly know that most Mondays, Trey comes on at 4.30, because the practice viewing time is at 5. There is no practice viewing time this week. And I don't blame them. You got it. You've, you've changed offensive coordinators. Um, so you may, you may be changing a lot of the offense. Sam Pittman says they're going to whittle it down to 30% of their playbook. Well, you can believe that or, believe, or not believe it. Uh, or they may have some new things that they haven't done at all. They had last week to practice. They've got this week to practice. There will be no viewing of the practice. We can ask Trey when he comes on at 5.05 what he thinks that means. So Kenny Guyton's the offensive coordinator. All right, what do we know about him? We know he's a quarterback at Ohio State. We know that he has never been a play caller in college football before. We know that this is kind of an audition for him because uh, if he does well, then even if he's not the offensive coordinator at Arkansas next year, probably have to win three or four games for that to be a possibility and great offense. But if he's not, he's doing an audition to maybe be an offensive coordinator somewhere else. So this is a big deal to him, calling plays. You're playing a defense that just gave up over 40 points to Georgia, but they're playing Georgia. Georgia's awfully good. They're the number one team in the country. Uh, could be beat up a little bit. I know one of their star linebackers uh, was kind of limping around early in the game when I was watching. So we'll see what happens. Well, our, how about Florida's or Arkansas's defense? We've got to figure they'll be sound, but Florida's offense is pretty good. Their quarterback threw three touchdown passes against Georgia. Uh, he's thrown 14 touchdowns this year with only two interceptions. So he's good. And so the question will be, can Arkansas continue to play well defensively? They've, averaged, they've given up 19 points a game over the last four games, which is uh, very good compared to the defense of the past. And can the offense be productive against Florida? And we don't know. So, Ray, I think you're going to talk to Neil at Saracen at 4.30. You can ask him, what in, how are they figuring this game? Because when you change offensive coordinators during the season, it's really hard to gauge, isn't it? Uh, very hard to gauge, and I'm sorry about my raspy voice today. But uh, anyway, uh, the first thing I'm going to ask him is, what's the point spread on Arkansas-Florida? 
and it'll be very interesting to see what folks think about the game. But uh, anyway, Kenny Guyton's got to be one of the m- most excited guys in college football right now, uh, getting a golden opportunity to do, do that. And, you know, we, we talked last week about, well, he has no experience as an offensive coordinator. Uh, I know players who are, are wait, waiting their turn come in and perform well. There's probably a little bit different scenario here. But still, uh, he's got to be excited about it. And what, what, I've, what I've read in the paper is that the, that the kids are real excited to have him, and, and they're excited about it. And, and we're talking about up-tempo offense again, and we'll see what happens. Well, you know what? There's not one coach alive who didn't call, who's an offensive coordinator or head coach that didn't call his first play. So can you imagine? Kenny Guyton, i got to believe, every night goes to sleep thinking about what's the first play we're going to call. You, already, you may already know it, but uh, you're right. It's got to be a very exciting time for him. Yes. He went to, he went from being wide receiver to coach to offensive coordinator. For I would imagine games. it's scripted already. So Possibly. Yeah. Ben, and he'll have, obviously, he's got input. They've still got three other offensive coaches working there with him. Well, four, because they've elevated another guy to coach wide receivers. Okay, I don't know what this guy's angry about, because the Buckeyes win so much, it's ridiculous. So why are you such an angry Buckeye? Well, Rick, the first three weeks of the season, we won three games and dropped three spots. So you tell me how that makes sense. But anyway, <laughs> that's not why I called in. And I'd be okay. an angry Buckeye. Okay. Uh, about the taxes, and I'm not sure about the MLB, but I remember reading a story on Vinny Testaverde or Bernie Kosar. I don't remember which one it was. But the NFL, where your home team is, is where you pay taxes for the regular season. Mm. However, in the playoffs, you pay the taxes of the – city or the state that hosted the playoff game because wow. the, the regular season that players are paid by the team and the postseason they're paid they're paid by the nfl so that's oh, why see. the taxes are different in the nfl but the, the story that i was reading about testaverde or Kozar, i don't remember was he had enlisted his dad as his money manager and his dad had siphoned off a bunch of money and did ill investments and was paying himself a, um, a hefty oh, sum my so that when that player retired he was broke and didn't know it all to a family figure but Anyway, that's where I'm getting that information, and it, it may have changed since then, but uh, I'm curious about that as well, so I look forward to listening to Chris tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, or is that later today? Yeah, Thursday, yeah. Well, ask him. Well, yeah, thank Thursday, you, Angry okay. Buckeye. Yeah, All thank right, you for that. Those. Yeah, uh, I had not heard that, because Major League Baseball players are paid by Major League, by their teams. They're not paid by Major League Baseball. And I, I don't know if that's the case in the playoffs or not. I'd have to ask that. I, there's a... Uh, the way the World Series used to be set up, because... They wanted to put more money in the players' pension. Was uh, the players benefited from games one through four, but anything beyond that, five, six, and seven, all went into the owners. And I think some of it went into the player pension fan uh, fund. Player pension fund now is absolutely absurd. You know what? What you may, if you're in Major League Baseball for three years, you're qualified. If you're in for five, you're going to make money. Anybody that plays in Major League Baseball for 10 years or longer, you're going to make a minimum of $200,000 a year after you retire. So that's that takes 10 years of Major League Baseball, and that's pretty good. And it's still not your salary, but you're still going to do very, very well. Uh, but but I, I think I did read somewhere, Ray, that that is the case in baseball, is that you are, um, you're taxed because you're not just there for a day. You're there for three days. And evidently, Philadelphia... Uh, Pennsylvania must have one of the higher taxes because players complain about going to Philadelphia and having to pay the taxes there. And I'm, I'm guessing if you play in New York City, it's the same way. Now, in the World Series, uh, players get a, sh- a share, right? Win- players win- get a win- share, share, yes. Yeah. But they get a share based on the gates of and the uh, revenue from the first four games. That's where their shares come from. And it's still quite lucrative. They do really well. You know, that's the old story of when the Yankees played the Red Sox back in the 40s and 50s, Yankee players would say there were times the Red Sox were a better team. But the Yankees were hungrier because the Yankee family who owned the Red Sox took better care of their players during the year as far as salary is concerned. The Yankees were tight. And back then there was no free agency. So whatever you whatever you made, you made. And, and if you wanted to go in and ask for a raise, you might get one, you might not. And so the Yankees... But the Yankees when you get to the World Series, they got all that extra money, and uh, that was a motivating factor for them. So it's, it's, it's kind of hard to think of 
when you think of those great players like Yogi Berra and, and uh, Mickey Mantle and Whitey Ford needing postseason money <laughs> to, to to be up there in the higher income because now you know the Yankees every year are either one and two or two in payroll. This year they were two with the Dodgers, number one. By the way, when we talked about the the movie you saw. Yogi, it's on it, Netflix now. It's on Netflix. It's on uh, Amazon Prime. And so I get to watch it here. I've got Amazon Prime. So I, I was very surprised. I was, we were flipping through, uh, my wife and I, when we're home on Friday nights. Our standard Friday night is, it sounds pretty boring, I guess, as we look for the <laughs> best Netflix money movie we can watch. Or if Adelaide wants to watch a Hallmark movie, we'll watch that. They're all Christmas every Friday night. So anyway, um, so we were. I was cruising through Netflix to pick out something to watch and saw that Yogi's on there. So that's pretty exciting. Anybody that hasn't seen that, um, I can't remember what it's called now, but when if you're looking at Netflix or Amazon Prime, the picture of Yogi Berra will show up for making the choice. It is really, really good. Name of it. Name it. It ain't over till it's over. Is that That's it? That's it. Yeah. It ain't over. Yeah, it's called yeah. It Ain't Over. That's exactly right. And we hope it ain't over for the Razorbacks. Again, we, we'll be... Um, neither of our basketball experts are on tonight. Uh, Kevin McPherson uh, joins us tomorrow. And Bart Reed joins us Wednesday, but we certainly are willing to talk about basketball that you want to. It and is we, funny. We have Bradley at, at six o'clock. Oh yeah, we got Pat at six. Now, I'm I'm sure he watched the game. That's exactly yeah. right. Because uh, and we'll talk more about this, but it's funny because again, listening to I didn't have SEC Plus, so I was listening to Chuck and and uh, Matt, which I do anyway, and. They were talking about how Musselman was already working those referees. <laughs> <laughs> Exhibition game, and Musselman's working those referees. So, so you, don't don't tell him it wasn't a serious game. It was a serious game. Well, we're serious about your calls. We got one coming in, and we'll take all, any of your calls when we come back on Drive Time Sports. It's at 501-661-1037. Ray Tucker, Rick Schaefer, and hopefully Tyler Wilson. Tune in on Thursday nights between 8 and 9.30 for the Between the Mats High School Football Show featuring Matt McJunkins, Matt Wilcox, and Thomas Thrash from Hooten's Football. You'll hear coaches' interviews, weekly top tens, players of the week, and the fan interactive Pick'em Challenge brought to you by American Safeguard Insurance, Collier Roofing, and Globe Life Liberty National Everett and Associates. Tune in to hear what the Head Hog has to say each Wednesday with the Sam Pittman Show. Brought to you by Chris Crane Hyundai of Conway, Arkansas's number one Hyundai dealer. Join Roger Scott for game day watch parties at Boudreaux's Grill and Bar, 9811 Maumel Boulevard in North Little Rock, and cheer on our team. The fun is at Boudreaux's, your fun and game station, 1037 The Buzz. Back by popular demand. Guatney Chevrolet in Jacksonville is letting you phone in your down payment this month. Instead of trading your old phone for a new phone, trade your old phone towards a car at Guatney Chevrolet in Jacksonville. This month at Guatney, your old phone qualifies as a down payment allowance. Phone stores just want to trade for the newest model. Trade your phone for a new ride, and we'll give you even more value for your older phone. A current phone equals a $500 down payment payment allowance. Flip phone, $550 down payment allowance. Brick phone, $600 down payment allowance. But bring in grandpa's old bag phone, that's a $700 down payment allowance toward your new ride. Plus, no payments until after New Year's. Everyone has an old phone, and everyone gets approved. 1301 TP White Drive in Jacksonville. 501-982-2102. WatneyChevrolet.com. Chevrolet. Find new roads. Slim's Tender Mac Bowls are back. We start with a three-cheese blend to make our delicious mac and top it with chopped hand-breaded tenders and Colby Jack cheese. Try the Tender Mac Bowl meal or the Buffalo Tender Mac Bowl meal, both served with Texas toast and a medium drink. But hurry, they're only around for a limited time. Download the Slim Chickens app to order and earn rewards. 
This month is the 46th anniversary of Robert Irwin Jewelers. Get to a Robert Irwin Jewelers store near you and save big on engagement rings, anniversary bands, and diamond pendants. Bigger, brighter diamonds, better prices. Robert Irwin Jewelers or online at rijewelers.com. Fellas, there's a lot of people talking about testosterone, but you need to do your homework and go to a provider that you can trust. I recommend Low T Center. It's where I get my levels checked. It's concierge medicine for all of us men. They specialize in men's wellness and customized testosterone treatments. It's quick. It's easy. You walk in, take a simple blood test, and get your results in about 25 minutes. Ball's in your court. If you've been feeling tired, grumpy, maybe you've noticed weight gain and loss of muscle mass, these could all be signs of low testosterone levels. Low T Center will get you back to living your best life. They have affordable and convenient treatment options, including physician-monitored self-inject treatments that ship directly to your home each month. Low T Center, quick, easy, simple, convenient, and most importantly, life-changing. Now's the time. Right now at Low T Center, it's only $25.00 to get your T-levels tested with results back in 25 minutes. Go to LowTCenter.com to book your appointment online today. That's LowTCenter.com. Low T Center, reinventing men's health care. Fence Brokers presents Zach Williams every Tuesday when he gets in the zone with Justin and Wes to talk about what's happening on the hill and what to expect from this week's big game. Zach Williams in the zone from Fence Brokers, going the extra mile. Now, back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish studios. Eat fresh, eat local, eat my catfish. Time now to visit with Neil with Saris Casino Resort down in Pine Bluff. Drive Time Sports locked in on the Buzz Radio Network. Here is Randy Rainwater. All right, I jumped the gun. Not the first time or last time I'll ever do that. Neil joins us now. Neil, how are you? I am doing good. Let me tell you something interesting. Since Arkansas had a bye week in football, this is the first weekend since football started that we actually had more bets on the NFL on Sunday than we did on college on Saturday. So that tells you the power of Arkansas sports uh, here in the state and uh, and how engaged the fan base is. As you say that, uh, we look ahead to Saturday in uh, Gainesville, Florida. Spread on that one. We've got uh, Florida is favored by six and a half points. That means if you bet Arkansas, you get them plus six and a half points, and the money line is plus 200. So if you think Arkansas can go down there and snap one off of Florida after them losing to Georgia in the uh, world's largest cocktail party, you can get two to one on your money right now. And of course, don't forget, we've got the World Series continuing tonight. You got the Rangers versus at the Diamondbacks now. You get the Diamondbacks are minus 105 on the money line. So this is a really uh, tight matchup because the Rangers are, on, are minus 115. So the Rangers are just slightly favored in this one. But as we know, Arizona pounded them the other night. And then, of course, Monday night football. You got the Las Vegas Raiders at the Detroit Lions. The Lions are favored by seven tonight. Neil, hey, Neil you know, it's, it's interesting because uh, I know Arkansas hadn't played great. Florida's been very good at home, but Arkansas has been a double-digit underdog at LSU, Ole Miss, and Alabama. Why do you think it's only six and a half for this game? You know, I think what they are doing is is that when they do the models, we are weighting some of the uh, some of the players and and how they match up. So um, I guess they think that uh, Florida is a little banged up after after last week and uh, with the new offensive coordinator. Uh, and, and the matchups, the models are, 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 are giving Arkansas only minus, uh, only plus six and a half. So, uh, it may be an opportunity, but like I said, uh, that's why, that's why it settled on the field. I mean, we thought the, the Mississippi State game was going to be a much different affair, and that one ended up, uh, seven to three. So, uh, anything can happen on the field, but this is just what the, uh, the math models say, and, and that's what they put it out. And, uh, hey, if you think we've made a mistake, you know which way you can bet either side of it, and uh, and, and 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 take advantage of that. So. All right, Neil, you're you're always on top of your game. I'll talk to you again tonight at eight twenty on Rick Tucker's Arkansas Outdoors. All right, looking forward to it. All right, appreciate it very much. Uh, speaking of Rick Tucker's Arkansas Outdoors, Rick, um, because Eric Musselman's show starts tonight at seven yeah. o'clock here on one zero three seven The Buzz. Ray Tucker's Arkansas Outdoors will air at 8 to 9 o'clock uh, throughout the college basketball season. So we won't be on our regular time at 7, but we'll be 8 to 9, okay? Well, uh, Chuck, although, was talking about the Musselman Show next week and the week after. They're on Tuesday nights. 
So maybe for a couple of weeks you move back to seven. I don't know. You, you can work that one out. But well, there is the Monday Hogs tonight. opening basketball game next Monday night and on the 13th. So. Okay, there you go. Yeah. Never mind that, right? Yeah. Okay, well, let's forget that and just go to Aaron, who wants to talk about Razorback football. Hi, Aaron. Aaron, you're on the air. Go ahead, Aaron. Hey, hey, Rick and Ray, how are y'all today? Great, thank Great. you. Doing good. Thank you for asking. Hey, hey, Rick, I, I just had a quick question. I may be beating a dead horse here, but it seems to me like uh, between Browse and Enos, we, I mean, we seem to play a lot better at that up tempo. Am I correct, or am I just thinking that? Last year's offense right now. was much more productive than this year's offense has been. Last year's played in an up tempo. Was it the tempo? Was it a better offensive line? Was it a healthy Rocket Sanders? It's hard to tell, but it seems as if KJ plays better at a faster yeah. tempo, yes. I, I agree, sir. But it seems like when we played a little up-tempo this year against LSU and Alabama, mm-hmm. and even Ole Miss, for that matter, we yep. we scored a, a lot more, seems yep. like. Play, moved the ball much better, picked up more first downs, scored more touchdowns. I would expect Arkansas to play at a faster pace Saturday. Yes, sir. Hey, I appreciate you guys. Have a great day. All right, Aaron. Thanks a lot for calling. Let's go to Brady and Conway. Hi, Brady. Thanks for calling. Hey, Rick. Hey, Ray. How y'all hey, doing today? Doing good? Yes, sir. Hey, you bet. Oh, good deal. Y'all enjoying this cool weather? Because I'm not. No, I, I hate <laughs> cold weather. Gosh, Friday, uh, Friday, the high here was 78. Today, it's 48. <laughs> what a difference. <laughs> in a few nights in February, the yeah. low is 18, Rick. You do know oh, that. Oh, I know. I know. It's it went coming. Below it's coming. Last night. Well, I didn't yeah. call to talk about the weather, but here we go. Okay. Um, I'm looking forward a little bit to uh, this new look uh, offense we're going to have. I don't think it's going to be a whole lot different, but I hope it's some different. And I hope that uh, we actually do, do pretty well with it. But uh, also, I'd like to talk about uh, the basketball game this Saturday. Sure. Uh, I'll tell you what, those uh, the guys we have on the team from last year, and I hate it for them, but the three or four new guys we've got that showed up Saturday, and that'd be uh, that, that kid from a blocker, Lawson. Yeah. Battles and uh, who's that? Tremont Mark. Mark. Uh, those yeah. guys. Yeah, those guys are going to take away some minutes from some guys that have been there for a while. And you know, kudos to them for sticking around. But man, it's going to be hard to get on the court. You know, with those those guys on there. And, that, and I hope must uh, possibly go ten deep instead of just eight or seven like he has in the past. But you know, we all know his pattern. He guys, you know, gets about seven or eight or nine guys, and that's all he plays. So right. I don't know if those guys are going to get. Go ahead. He, he's not the only coach that does that. A lot of coaches settle yeah, in right. on their do. top seven or well, eight. Well, two guys coming back. Yep. We know we know that Davis and Brazil will play. I mean, they're going to play. Brazil, Brazil played 31 minutes in that game. Just think he's coming off yep. ACL faster than anybody could have dreamed. He played 31 minutes in an exhibition game. So that's, that's yep. encouraging. And played pretty well. Yeah, 15 points, four out of seven from the floor. Yeah, he, he played really yep. well. So... He's going to be okay, and Davis is going to play the rest. You're, you're right. We don't know. Yep. So uh, one more one more point on this. Um, Rick, uh, I know you really love the term week zero. <laughs> the term what? <laughs> so Week zero, yeah. Week, week zero. So yeah. if I'm not mistaken, the season, the NCAA basketball season starts this week or next week, correct? It's already started. The, well, the, 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 actual regular, the actual regular season? The regular season has started. It is not week zero. Oh, man. I thought we had another week to go. It's going to be, because what it would have been, it would have been an actual week zero. They played some games. Those games did not count. So it's a <laughs> zero week. And I'm with you, Rick. I don't like week zero term either. I think it's stupid. Yeah, that's right. Well, like this week. Okay, guys. All right. Thanks, Brady. Yep. Thanks for calling. Now, believe it or not, because I've been criticized by others because oh, I, I don't have live that. fan feedback, but <laughs> I've got live fan feedback. So, Marianne, if you want to send it, go ahead. Military Mike did, and Military Mike said, man, we have some dudes on this basketball team. I listened on the buzz, which I did too, during the game and watched highlights on YouTube after it was over. This is an elite bunch of ballers who attack like wasps, stinging their prey. <laughs> Oops, it just shrunk. Let me get it back here. Okay, refresh. Stinging their prey from every direction. Isn't that amazing? So, Military Mike, you're right. That's the thing. 
this this may be Muss's best defensive team. And evidently, Nolan Richardson, I don't know where he said this. I, I, I didn't look, read everything about the game yesterday, but I was told yesterday at church somebody said Nolan compared this team to his teams defensively. He said that, got was, a, after it. that was a terrific defensive performance. Now, here's here's the question. What is it? Alcorn State's the, the opener for the regular season. Alcorn State's not Purdue. You've you got to think Arkansas will play okay against Alcorn State. You certainly don't want to peak in October or November. But that was almost a peak performance against Purdue when, when somebody like that's coming in. So here's the thing, Ray, is somehow Eric Musselman used the preseason practices to get his ready, his team ready to play at an elite level. And so did Purdue. Purdue played very well. They turned the ball over probably more than they normally would, but Arkansas's guards had a lot to do with that. But it was amazing. The one thing the Razorbacks didn't do, I guess, was attack the basket enough in the first half. They didn't shoot a free throw in the first half. Now, that's amazing. They were attacking. Uh, they got the big guy in a little bit of foul trouble. In fact, he fouled out in overtime, but not one free throw in the first half. That would be about the only disappointment of the game. But golly, and then they, you know they led by as much as nine, got behind by five or six after that, came back at a three with 22 seconds to go. You just don't see games like that in October or November. Just amazing. Uh, so. Next Monday night, uh, Arkansas plays right here on 103.7 The Buzz. Uh, and op- opposite the uh, Razorbacks on... Uh, our sister station, 106.7 Buzz 2, Arkansas and Little Rock will take on Texas State, a former foe from the uh, old Sun Belt. Oh, is, that, is that their season opener, too? Yes. Great. Is I wonder if Monday is the first day you can play a game in college basketball. You think it is? I'm, uh, I'm talking about a non-exhibition game, I, regular I season. I don't have any idea. <laughs> Must be. That, that's what I'm guessing. And that's... Uh, so there you go. Uh, I, I will say this. I watched Arkansas in that exhibition game against Arkansas Baptist last Wednesday night. Uh, and Daryl's team is much improved. And I know, I know it's an exhibition game in a, with a lesser conference team. But uh, they defended a lot better. Uh, he's got shooters. The uh, only thing in the balance right now is the Mitchell kid that transferred from Arkansas. Yeah. Uh, still waiting on the paperwork for him to be cleared. Really, and, and so ho- hopefully, uh, hopefully that'll be cleared up this week. Well, I hope that gets cleared up real fast. And he, he is a difference maker. I can tell you that. Yeah. I, I watch him in practice. He's a guy that can dominate. So he can play inside. He gets rebounds. Absolutely, and a nice kid too. I'll tell you that. Yeah. Well, very good. Well, I hope he does get cleared to play really soon. And it, it's interesting that's the Mitchell that reigned here. You know, they, they kind of write him off a little bit and think, well, it's like we had the earlier caller. Well, the guys from last year, will they get to play much? And yet they stick him out there and rebound, rebound, defense. <laughs> you know, so yeah, there's a place for guys that can shoot. There's a place for guys that can rebound. And uh, evidently, this is going to be a much better shooting team than Arkansas has had in the past. Okay, so Texas and Arizona is probably it's the most unlikely World Series ever. It is the uh, lowest. Per- if you add the two teams' winning percentage during the regular season, it's the lowest ever for a World Series. I got to say that neither team is intriguing to me. I've seen the Rangers play in person a few times this year, but that was to see the Orioles and St. Louis uh, play them. But the, fir- the first two games really had some intrigue to it, and I-, I think it's an interesting World Series. I don't know if the world's watching or not, but um, I think it's a pretty interesting World Series, and I'm glad Game Three's on tonight. You watching it at all? Uh, I'll be here until nine o'clock. So that's right. We'll uh, have a TV there, right? Yeah. So I'll, okay. I'll be. T- well, I want to listen to Must too. So I'll do both. Well, of course, I, I can uh, multitask. Sure, you can. You can. You can leave the sound down. That's what we do. Uh, even during drive time sports, if there's something that we really need to be watching, we have the screen on and the uh, sound down, and you can certainly do that. You know, so I, anyway. I've told this story a couple of times. Uh, we used to have an engineer here when I first started with Randy 20-something years ago. And we weren't allowed, to ha- the TV in the, in the studio was not allowed to be on anything but the Weather Channel. Oh, my gosh. And, and the thing, we've got it switched over. Well, I think when Tommy Tuberville left Ole Miss and went to Auburn, <laughs> it, it broke on the TV, but we didn't know anything about it. And so we got it switched over. Now we have the TV in. And, and but at least you knew what the weather was where he was going. And the coast was clear, too, yeah. That's right. Okay, we'll be back with more of Drive Time Sports. 
Join the Zone Wednesday live from the campus of Washtenaw Baptist University for the second annual OBU High School Sports Media Conference presented by Barry and Turnage Wall Firm. The end of the year is near, and Guatney is pulling out all the stops to remain Pulaski County's number one Buick GMC dealer. Big pre-owned inventory, and even bigger discounts on new Buicks and GMCs, even with manufacturer price increases. Guatney Buick GMC next to Sam's in North Little Rock is selling new 2024 models at 2023 prices. You've seen the news. The time to trade is now. Before the current auto industry climate skyrockets used prices and all new inventories depleted. Don't wait. Call Guadney, 501-945-4444. It's the end of the year blowout. Only at Guadney, Buick, GMC, and North Little Rock. Interest rates as low as 0.9%. And get new and pre-owned vehicles with no payments for the rest of the year. Stop by Guadney, Buick, GMC, and register to win a new Hummer. 5700 Landers Road in North Little Rock. 501-945-4444. GuadneyBuickGMC.com. GMC, we are professional grade. All offers with approved credit. The spas have arrived for the huge truckload sale going on now at Luxury Pool and Spa at their new location on Stamford Road in Conway. Caldera and Fantasy Spas by Watkins are all on sale and must go during the spa truckload sale. Service after the sale, no worries. With Luxury Pool and Spa, they service everything they sell. They also carry Serona Spa Chemicals and Frog Systems for your spa. It's the spa truckload sale going on now at Luxury Pool and Spa in Conway. Luxury Pool, Arkansas. This is the Pigskin Preacher, bringing you the word. Double B's is a growing Arkansas company with 34 locations in our state. Small local businesses are the largest employers nationally and create two out of every three new jobs. Buying locally at Double B's means creating more opportunities for local residents to work in our communities. When dollars are spent locally, they are respent locally, paying more salaries and building the local tax base. You want to keep Arkansas thriving and unique? Support an Arkansas-owned business like Doublebee's, which helps define our community's self-image and creates Arkansas pride for Arkansans. Doublebee's is of Arkansas and for Arkansas. Doublebee's, it's where you gas it, grab it, and go. That's Doublebee's. Football fans, tailgate season is here, which means it's time to score touchdowns and savings for your vehicle. At All About Tire and Brake Tire Pros, we offer incredible deals and service like your daddy used to get with the financing options that fit your budget. With our team by your side, you'll get MVP service along with the traction and confidence you need to stay on the road. Visit us online today at allabouttireandbrake.com. All About Tire and Brake Tire Pros. Love the drive. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish studios, where it's much like any of the seven Eat My Catfish locations, minus the always fresh, delicious food options like the family-packed catfish dinners. The number one sports radio show in Arkansas, Drive Time Sports, on the Buzz Radio Network. Well, we're nearing the holiday months. Thanksgiving's in November, Christmas is in December, some of y'all have birthdays in November and December, and that's fun too, and boy, I can't wait to tell you about the special that Tacos for Life is going to have during November and December. That's right around the corner, we'll let you know about that in the next spot, but we'll tell you that wherever you get at Tacos for Life, you're going to love no matter what time of year you go. October, November, January, doesn't matter, their meals are always fantastic, they've got the best tacos I'm still, i got to tell you, the grilled chicken is still my favorite, even though I've eaten a lot of that Hawaiian shrimp tacos. And uh, this month I've had the the bacon barbecue ranch taco. The quesadillas are good. You're going to like anything that you eat there. You certainly are. But the big deal is, every time you eat at Tacos for Life, you're providing a meal for someone who is food insufficient. And they've had that model for years and years and years, and that's why they've helped 32 million people who are food insufficient have meals. Enjoy your time at Tacos for Life. Welcome back to uh, Drive Time Sports. Ray Tucker and Rick Schaefer with you, and we've already got Brent in Stuttgart pumped up, or piped in. Hi, Brent. <laughs> he might be pumped up. Hey. He might be, yeah. Hey, Rick. Hey, how are you guys doing? Doing super, thank you. Hey, I just want to tell you that uh, basketball game Saturday, Yeah. that was 
just like, gosh, I I had to. I started listening to it in my van, and I had to stay in the van all the way through the game just because I wasn't wanting to move because everything was going so good. I think I sat in the van for two for two, uh, I think the whole thing lasted two and a half hours with the overtime. I believe if I had it, and it's so good to see. Uh, Razorback fans needed something to happen good for them. Yeah, and I'm fi- I'm I'm fired up for the basketball season. Can't wait to next Monday night. And um, do you think with this older team and with the game we had with Purdue Saturday that we will not have to go through the growing pain that we usually have to go through with this team? Early in the conference season, that's a great question. Early in the conference season, no. Uh, early. early in the year, you're still going to have maybe some ups and downs. But how about this? Just think what that was like for an exhibition game of Purdue. Think what it's going to like when be like when Duke comes. They've never played in Fayetteville before, <laughs> and they're used to ACC arenas and all that kind of stuff. Obviously, Shashevsky's not with them anymore, but. My gosh, I mean, you think about that. I think playing that game in late November, a lot of times with Muss's team, you're right, they have to put these teams together and maybe not quite as good early in the year. I think they'll be primed for that game, don't you? I, I, do, I do, too, because before that game, won't they be coming back from the Battle of Atlantis yeah. over mm-hmm. Thanksgiving weekend, Yeah, I believe? Yeah, certainly will not. be. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah, the only thing you have to worry um, about when you go to Atlantis is if you get back. I thought Atlantis disappeared years ago. Yeah, you better make sure we got a return flight. Hey, Brent, Brent let me throw this out to you. Okay. The, the huge difference with this team is in the locker room. You, you've got veteran players. You've got you've actually got grown men in the locker room. You, you don't have young guys, oh. 17, 18 years old, who, yeah. who have a tendency sometimes to pout. Uh, these guys have been there. They've been in the battles, and, and they know what to expect. Yeah. Good leadership. I would say our average age in the locker room is probably 23 to 20. Uh, 22 to 24 years old, is that correct? Yeah, you're probably right, whereas last year you had, uh, what, six freshmen on the team? So that's a big difference. Hey, we're close close to drawing Social Security. (laughs) Hey, Brent, Brent, I've got a question for you. Uh, This is for all the the duck hunters out there. You're over in the Stuttgart area. Did y'all get much rain over the weekend? Oh, yes, sir, we did. Indeed, we did. So how much you you think? How much you think you got? I wouldn't. I wouldn't begin. I wouldn't begin to guess, but I would guess. All in all, I'd say we got a a good inch, inch and a half, probably. Well, we probably got three or four here in Little Rock. That's what I was comparing it to. Okay, just wanted to. I'm not a. I'm not a. I'm not a. I'm not a good guesser about that because I'm not a uh, duck hunter myself. But I tell you what, I'll do. I'll ask my. Uh, brother-in-law when I see him here in, a few, here in about an hour and he'll know exactly how much we got. Okay. And right. I, I'll let you know next week. How about next Monday? How about that? All right. Appreciate it. Yes, sir. Right. Thank y'all. Great. Great, Brent. Thank you. Let's go to Charlie in Mountain Home. Hi, Charlie. Oops. Charlie had a question, but I Most guess he Charlie. doesn't have a question anymore, huh? Maybe you, you think we answered his question with something we were saying to Brent? I know. I would remind our listeners, uh, Trey Biddy at his regular time today at 5 o'clock. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm assuming uh, Tyler Wilson's usually on with us Monday at 4 o'clock. I'm assuming that he thought, well, open date, uh, nothing to talk about last week's game. And so uh, Tyler's not with us today. And let's see. Well, guess what? Charlie had a question and he called back. Hi, Charlie. Yeah, thanks, Rick. I hung up on y'all by mistake. I apologize. That's all right. Oh, sorry. We've, been, we've uh, been hung up on before, hey, believe me. <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, y'all were talking earlier about this NIL, or I'm sorry, taxes for states yeah. when you play out of state and so forth. Yeah. Well, yeah. that would apply to our college players also, wouldn't it? No, I don't They're employees. No, they're not employees. They're not employees. And, uh, but it's the taxable ma- income, right? It is taxable income, but it's income earned in Arkansas. 
uh, they're not making money by playing in another uh, stadium. So no, so, they, they would not be. So taxed. they would fall. They wouldn't have to pay the uh, that other state tax then. No. Uh. Uh-uh. No. Okay. Is that for sure? Or is that just rich opinion? No, no, that's for sure because again, their their income. Okay. Let's say let's say you're doing a, a spot for UAMS, which some of the athletes do. Right. That UAMS yeah. is I hear in Arkansas, that. and so uh, you're being paid from an entity in Arkansas for commercials that air in Arkansas. So there's no there's no out of state income nor out of state benefit. So no, you don't have to pay it. Okay, I I. Uh... I, I still kind of question that, but I'll go with it if you say so. Thanks so yeah. much. Yeah, okay, Bye-bye. Charlie, you're welcome. You know, now think about um, Williams, the Heisman winner from last year at USC. He's on national commercials, so his income is going to be significant, but that still would not affect him paying state income tax outside of the state of California. Now, when he gets that paycheck and he sees what the state of California, one of the highest tax places in America, takes out of it, he may be in culture shock, uh, although it's you know it's what is it eight or nine percent in California. That's state tax plus his federal tax, and if he's making in, in uh, above four hundred thousand dollars, his federal taxes are going to be pretty high. So there's you just don't think about that when you think yeah the athletes ought to all benefit somehow. If you benefit to say less than twenty thousand, I think it is, or twenty four thousand, I think is what they give on deductible. You don't have to pay anything. So it's the guys that are making all the money, they got to pay the taxes. You know a lot more about taxes than I do. <laughs> well, I just know arena from an athlete. I'm not, I'm not in the upper, upper range either, but I do, we do pay taxes. And, uh, you know, I, that that's pretty funny to think about. Okay, we're doing our radio broadcast from Florida Saturday. Well, Florida doesn't have a state income tax, so it, so it doesn't matter, but... When we went to Alabama, do we have to pay Alabama tax? No, you don't have to do that because you're paid to do radio for the Razorback Sports Network. Okay, Dennis, let's see if we can work in quickly. Hi, Dennis, you're on the air. Hey, good afternoon, guys. Uh, just want to tell uh, Ray that we got uh, seven inches, seven and three-quarter inches of rain mm-hmm. here over the weekend in Hot Springs yeah. Village. Oh, my God. We got, we got a few ducks running around, but we got a lot of geese <laughs> that are on the golf courses. And you can come over here and get all those you wanted, I think. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just looking out for the duck hunters. As well. I, I got a lot of friends and got a lot of money invested in, in land and, and, and renting stuff out. And um, it's, a, it's a big business in southeast Arkansas and northeast Arkansas. I'm not sure that everybody would want you guys to, or, or your buddies to come get them, but, but most of the golfers would. I can tell you that. Oh, they, they, they can ruin a golf course. Yeah, well, they're here. They are here. Uh, I have a quick question on the NIL money. I, had a, I was wondering about that as well. And wondering who pays KJ uh, 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 all his NIL. I don't see any commercials on him. Just wondering who, who's, all right. who's paying him. He does a bank we'll commercial. That, we'll answer that when we come back with Trey Biddy on Drive Time Sports. Deer season is upon us, and if there's no tree for a tree stand in your favorite hunting spot, then let Max Prairie Wings in Stuttgart help you out with a ground blind instead. Starting at just 125, their all-new Rhino 180 see-through blind takes the world of ground blind hunting to a whole new level. This unique two-way mesh system prevents wild game from seeing in while allowing you to see out with no obstructions. Also, check out their Tactic 